0: Thought Media Network is proud to present Cosmic Prayers, your weekly shift, Mondays at 11, Mountain Time, with your host, Laura Topper, the Cosmic Prayers, live from the UK. And now, here she is, Laura Topper. Hello, hi, and welcome to the Cosmic Prayer. Wherever you are, whoever you are, you are welcome here. We are transmitting from New Thought Media Network every Monday, 11am Mountain Time and 6pm here in the UK. I'm just feeling so blessed to be here right now. The week has gone so quickly and This week on the Cosmic Prayer to bring in the new year, what an incredible affirmation and intention. We have the wonderful Mr. Harold Becker, founder of the Love Foundation. Yes, I have had the pleasure and honor to meet Harold a few years ago. We've had so many beautiful conversations about love, about life, about prayer, about intention, and about the Love Foundation. And I just felt so called to ask Harold to come along today, in particular, as the first cosmic prayer for 2021 to be here with us. So let's get straight on with it and welcome Harold Becker from the Love Foundation.
1: Hi, Laura. Wonderful to be here. Oh.
0: Hi, Harold. It is more wonderful for me to be here with you. I can say that now. Thank you so much for being here and sharing on the Cosmic Prayer on the first Monday of uh of the new year of 2021. Wow. That's incredible. Ha- the oh. new year
1: and the new the, the first year of the new decade, because <laughs> uh, 2020 is now behind us. So on we go.
0: That's it. And now we're in the intention of what we are setting and what we have, what we're choosing to, uh, to be and to become. And I know, for me personally, and I'm sure for you, that is love. And I'm not just saying that as a, as a cliche. It's, uh, it's, it's so vital that for me, that's the foundation of my, of my intention uh, for everything. And I, and I know that for you. And how has that informed your life? Wow. How has love informed your life, Harold?
1: It's changed everything. You know, when I, Back in the eighties, when I was going to school and getting my master's degree in business and was vice president of a bank. And then this happened. I went on a journey of self reflection, introspection, going within and love just became a very prominent, common theme and I just decided one day If that's been the message for thousands upon thousands of years from master teachers and poems and songs, then maybe this is what we're really supposed to be looking into. And that's what I've been doing for the last 30 years. And it's been an absolute amazing joy to figure out what love really means for each of us. And certainly, of course, starting with myself.
0: Yeah. So, of course, for you, it was a personal first, a personal adventure and then from that blossoming the love foundation and just from your website here I'm reading from 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 your about page you know it began what began two decades ago and you wrote this recently as a simple idea to share the practical wisdom of unconditional love continues blooming around the world in beautiful ways over these magical years we became an internationally recognized nonprofit organization and the leading resource for inspiring people to love unconditionally for me that is a that's a prayer in itself your whole body of work you as a vessel what you are bringing forwards it's a prayer i don't see the difference between um i mean love is it, the intention of love is a, is a prayer in itself for me does that feel right for you well you
1: know, if we really look in the idea of a prayer, why would anyone ever pray in any religion, in any culture at any time, religiously or just even personally, is because we're wanting to connect with something larger than us. We want to connect with something that we know intuitively and intrinsically loves us unconditionally. I think for me, because I came through that very logical, rational pursuit of business and and everything, and then at the same time, I became more cognizant of the fact that I had just more compassion and kindness than I was experiencing in the business world and in the school world, that those two realities kind of came together where I just recognized that love is something that we are. And it's something that we don't really ever explore or talk about or or engage in our normal day-to-day lives. And yet it, it is the foundation. It is fundamentally within us. And as I've gone more and more into the understanding of love, certainly at times practicing and really applying and putting myself into those paces, it is a walking meditation. It is a walking prayer. It is a walking conscious focus upon love in every moment as a way to live differently than the way I had been living previously.
0: Yeah. And what's coming into my heart to ask you this question, how how to, does the Love Foundation inform and this incredible you, know, you as this vessel and messenger for love? How does this inform where we are now um, with coronavirus and with the, um, the, the and with what is happening with it with uh, with on our planet with diversity and inclusivity. How does love inform those two parts? Would you say? Because I think last year brought all a lot of that to the surface with our healing, our personal healing journeys, and our and our interpersonal healing journeys with each other.
1: So, love, as I explored it from the very beginning, my my background and mo- I will say most of humanity's understanding of love is just the word love. Did what I've chosen to do is expand on, even though, you know, I'm not as fond of the unconditional word because it's a, a double negative, but the yeah. aspect of it is something universal that we all understand. The moment we recognize unconditional love, divine love, universal love, infinite love, we are no longer just speaking of our physiological or our adjectives or verbs, whatever we're using love normally for. I love my career. I love my house. I love my spouse. You know, those types of things. We're we're really talking about something that goes deep intrinsically within as a universal understanding and in unconditional, it is unconditional everything. It's not just unconditional love. It is unconditional everything and living from that standpoint of true, genuine non-judgment, true, genuine compassion, unconditional kindness, unconditional generosity, unconditional abundance, unconditional embracing of ourselves and then each other, and, and for me, and Laura, you know this, it, it has always been my goal to make this a very pragmatic, practical understanding. Because as much as I appreciate the many ways we've come to understand love, we've also, as a, as a humanity, moved quite far away from that intrinsic love. So just as an example, when I started you know, exploring this and started writing about it and started sharing this back in the very early 90s, You know, one of the gentleman's comments, he said, I loved everything you said. I agree with everything you said, but I would really suggest you don't give up your day day job because nobody's going to listen to this. Well, that was in 91. And here we are, you know, 29 years later, and you can walk into a mall. You can walk by billboards, drive by billboards. You can see in social media, the word love is extraordinarily prominent. And in many, many instances now, it's much more universal than it ever was. So it's not just about heartbreak love from a song, it's not just about love for one another from kind of a romantic way. We have actually brought love into our conscious awareness. And I'm glad that we've played a little tiny role in bringing that resonance into humanity in our own unique way, because we have had a global reach and we have had people from around the world participating with us. And our essence is to just keep reaffirming that, that we are love. So it's been kind of a real fun expansion of understanding. And when you sit back, I mean, I'm sure there are lots of challenges that people have had to endure this past year and certainly do not negate them. At the same time, there was an enormous opportunity, global opportunity for people to go introspective and go within for many different reasons and actually access themselves in ways that they never have and begin to contemplate and begin to ask the very questions that we've been sharing for so long. So love in the way that I share it, it is unconditional, it is universal. And in that, it becomes collaborative, it becomes compassionate, it becomes kind. And for each individual that comes from that energetic resonance, they make such an powerful difference in the world. So yes, there's hatred, there's divisiveness, there are all these other, but they've been existing for thousands of years. What's important for us now is to really embrace, embody and become walking prayers, walking meditations, walking examples of love from within, because that's how we make the difference. We can't fix things thousands of miles away. We probably can't even fix things next door, maybe even in our own household, but we can actually resent, Find ourselves resonating in love and therefore touch everything because it's all connected
0: yeah it's so true and you, there were two two things that have come up that i mean first of all the power of what you are doing what you have chosen what you're calling because you don't advertise the love foundation at all do you i know that you allow mm-hmm. it um, and and because of that mindset and heart set It's uh, it's it's organically evolving and it has evolved over the last 30 years because that's really when you were first seeded with with the intention, even if it didn't come out then as a physical online. And it's just drawn in so many people from around the world, hasn't it, on our planet, thousands and thousands of people who support what you are doing and for me, I just feel, wow, that is incredible. The seed that you planted and you've left it alone to do its own thing. And it is.
1: And because it is universal and global, it's, I really feel like this is the way that this would need to evolve because we are a loose fit family, loose knit family of people around the world. And, and, as a result of doing it this way, we when people find us, they come from every walk of life possible. In fact, some of the more amazing things that we just didn't anticipate when we were first rolling this out. I mean, we, we never saw ourselves grassroot in the local little town. We always just saw ourselves in a way global. So we reached out kind of universal. And African nations, Middle Eastern nations, I mean, literally the most unexpected Locations where people started revealing themselves and said, "Oh, I really like this, and this is something that really calls to me." And they, again, they come from every every kind of cultural background you can imagine, but the heart is universal. And it's like by being a beacon of this universal message, those that needed to and were read, you know, wanted to participate would show up. And I, I find it particularly fun, you know, you know, we've done this for 20 years, which is hard to believe. And people will find us, you know, for the first time recently, and say, where have you been all my life? And it's like, <laughs> well, we've been here just waiting for that cosmic moment. For where have you been?
0: <laughs> <laughs> So the, maybe Diego, Oh, an in- invitation to freedom. Beautiful. Thank you for saying that. I feel that's so true. It is an invitation to freedom, isn't it? Because when we know love, And the truth of love, we are the truth sets us free. And love is a part of that. Love is that. So Diego, would you kindly put up the, there's a page, because I know Harold that you, um, there are so many pages on your website, but there was a, a couple, there are a few that, there's one you want to talk about in particular, which is the Global Love Day, which happens in May. Before we do that, though, I did send a link for um, for your ambassadors. I think that's under what we do. Is that under what we yes. do, Harold? Yes. Under what we do. Um I did send the link through for that. When Diego finds it, he can. Yes. And let's just talk about your ambassadors for a moment, because you are, you are a global reach. You are a universal reach. And this means that you have people who are, are always, you know, showing up and saying, yes, I want to do more. I want to be a beacon of light for, for our planet. And would you explain this, please, Harold? the ambassadors that step forward, who they are and what and what they are for the Love Foundation.
1: The Love Ambassador is a nomination designation process. So people can nominate themselves or another for the Love Ambassador designation. And we take it, you know, this one area where I, I use the word serious, although we're never really quite serious. But the idea behind Love Ambassadors is that we realized when we launched it in 2004 is there a lot of people living with unconditional love in their life and they're making a difference around the world, but they aren't necessarily being recognized. So they're kind of the unsung heroes and they may be self aware of the fact that they are being like a love ambassador or they may be somebody that knows someone that just has really touched their lives. And this was a nomination, is a nomination uh, process where people can nominate themselves because we love that it's okay to nominate yourself if you feel you're being a love ambassador and it's even great when you can recognize somebody that has touched your life um, it's really our designation process when we bestow the, the designation of love ambassador we get background information we have a, a form that we ask people to fill out so we want to make sure that we have some understanding of why and i will say as we're scrolling through this list i mean this is since 2004 Amazing. It is because I've actually the board I and myself have been involved in each of these as a review process. Um, it's been an amazing list because I know the backstory of a lot of these individuals as they came to us, either again, you know themselves and and or someone else. and I, I anyone listening, I, I absolutely um, you know recommend if you have yourself or another you'd love to to uh, nominate, please do. We have the forms online through that page. Uh, But it's just such an amazing list because these are individuals and we we don't ever hear about people living with love in the media, (laughs) the news stories. It's just not out there. And we launched this as a way to acknowledge people and and help them feel like I am this and, and someone sees this in me and that it encourages more love. So the, it is a designation and um, people use it. It's really fascinating. Some just happy to have their, their name on the list and others will use it as a badge of honor. They'll put it in their CV and their resume. Um, I've had love ambassadors who unexpectedly been at workshops in you know different states coming together for a workshop and all of a sudden realize they recognize somebody else that was a love ambassador. It's like, as <laughs> it's, 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 you hear the stories over the years, clearly we've done this for quite a while, but it's just such an amazing way to acknowledge that it's okay to be love. And and it's getting better. We I mean, have to go back 2004 oh, this was a bit that. weird, but Can now it's getting again? better.
0: Can you say that again?
1: <laughs> it's it's so challenging for people to accept themselves as love. <laughs> That's a better yeah. way to say it. You no, know, no
0: anyway to say yeah. it. We have yeah. to people. we have to get this across, don't we? It's okay to be yes. love.
1: Well, and Beautiful. I will interject here. One of my favorite phrases, I'm sure I've said this in other shows with you is for the most part, and this is evolving, thankfully, uh, but for the most part, when I started this, you know, I don't really have any particular religious affiliation expressly, but energetically, I mean, you know, those that I'm aware of, unconditional love is was only the purveyance of God or a dog. In other words, God was able to love unconditionally or your dog, your faithful man's best friend could love unconditionally. And there was no room for anybody else. And I found this such an really a genuinely absurd notion, because we are embodied love. I'm just the spark that ignites our heart that animates our bodies. I mean, there are trillions of cells doing trillions of things as we're talking right now. We're part of billions of stars and billions of galaxies. I mean, it's so outrageously large, you cannot possibly think that we're diminutive and just little human beings crawling around on the earth. Clearly, there's so much more to us. And love is that one universal thing that everybody seeks outside themselves. And what we're sharing and what I've loved with, you know, speaking with you over the years is recognizing that this is something that starts within. When we recognize our own love for ourselves, everything else changes as a result because we're no longer seeking conditional love outside. We are becoming unconditional love inside, which is our natural state. My, my perspective, of course. You know, others may disagree, but that is really how I've understood it and do understand it and experience it today.
0: Well, many agree with you, Harold. You know, many agree, and um, I know. And, and I know you've said in the past. You know, that you, sim- you like to simplify your message, and so that it can be heard and accepted by. The, the more people that hear it and accept it. And, and you say it's simply it's being your own best friend. And I love it when you say that, yeah. being your own best friend. And because uh, we have to
1: live with ourselves from the moment we're born to the moment we die. We're the ones yeah. that are living with ourselves every step of the way. If we can't be a best friend to ourselves, really not going to have a very good life because, you know, we have to live with ourselves. We, no one can ever – we can't live other people's lives, even though we try. And we try to avoid many times to live our own lives for a variety of reasons. I mean, you could fill in the blank. I mean, I, I don't even, as you know, I try not, I, try, I stay general because every person is unique. The one thing that's universal is the love within.
0: Yes, I love that. We try, we avoid ourselves. And Amber was just up here with a message. I didn't quite catch the message. I think she was just saying, yes, Harold, you speak such truth. We must start from within. And that is the whole premise of the Love Foundation, and of course, you know anybody that, is, um, that, that takes work of Ernest Holmes or says, you know and centers for spiritual living and unity. I mean, we all come from that place and that knowing and that foundation that it begins within, and, and until we dare look within, you know, then we're working we're working backwards, aren't we? So. It's, and I know you've you've spoken at Unity and at, at CSLs before and you you speak widely. I know that you've traveled to speak. I mean, obviously with the virus and everything, things have changed, but I know that you are no stranger to um to standing up and speaking your truth, Harold. And it's it's amazing.
1: Well, and I, I certainly appreciate that. And for me it's it's again, I really hearken back to the the very practical universal message because always, when I started this, the back of my mind, there's always this message, make it universal, make it understandable, make it something that could be translated in any language. Keep the words simple because that way, not that I was trying to reach a global audience, that was never my intention. I mean, (laughs) essentially everything I've experienced in the last 30 years is quite different than anything I ever thought I would be doing. And yet this background kind of mantra was keep it simple because it's all walks of life. I mean, we have a tendency to, you know, even in these days, you know, the, the 98%, the 2% or the 99%, the 1%, well, it's yeah. really a hundred percent human. And there are people living in mansions that are hurting more desperately than people that are living on the streets. And then Absolutely. I think we have such a conditional nature that we've just kind of, we keep reaffirming over and over and over again. And one of the things that unconditional love as an, i as a life, mantra as a life uh, perspective it has caused me to look at everything differently so because i'm looking through the lens of unconditional love i can catch myself in that observation that becomes a judgment i can catch myself in the judgment that never becomes the observation i can catch myself just being in love and i can catch myself in being not love. and yet what's interesting in all of these instances there's mindfulness and more importantly i think for me is heartfulness, because I now have come to where when something triggers, I can move into a compassionate state or an unconditional state so much faster than ever before. And that is really harkening back to the fact that we have it within ourselves. Now it is something we, we have to consciously apply, you know, consciously place ourselves into that intention. And we have to do the work. I think that's one of the the challenges, you know, so many people are looking for some kind of coming that's gonna save them. We're here to save ourselves, but it's Mm -hmm. very practical. And I think that's, we're we're talking about physics. (laughs) We're talking about basic humanness, physiology meets brain meets heart, bring it all together, live it right here. This is the moment
0: Mm -hmm. to be living.
1: And the more we can live in the moment and be aware of everything in us and around us, the richer life becomes so this isn't some transcend i've never had an out of body i've never had a transcendent anything That i mean i've had experiences but i i like sharing the fact that people this is this is something that is transformative as you go as we apply ourselves because we just begin to see the world differently and we begin to have an extraordinarily different impact not only in our own lives but in the lives of those we touch and I can only speak from my personal experience. I did not intend originally to set out to do this. Everything has been an unfolding, very organic, um, fluid experience for me. And at the same time, I can say it's been unbelievably rewarding as a way of walking through life because I just get to experience people right where they're at and it doesn't matter. There's Mm -hmm. no status, there's no anything about them that makes them better or lesser. And it's because I recognize that myself. So everyone's an equal, like we're all on humanity and now from that platform. How can we collaborate? How can we make a difference? How can we help each other?
0: Absolutely. And it, it it's it's that we are all love expressing, aren't we? And love expressed. And so when we when we dare to look at life from that lens, it shifts and changes so much for us. But it though it is, however, a personal journey, isn't it, Harold? And we can <laughs> we're you know. <laughs> can lead the horse yeah. and yet you know it's it's that's why i'm so blessed that you're here i'm just going to catch this message here it's not about perfecting myself but perfecting love you are love
1: <laughs> and and we are you know the, in this case what we're we're looking at is something that we were not taught what's yes. really cool on the planet right now and some of us are into this you know have been doing this for a while so we see it perhaps uh, more universally than others might that are just beginning to do, you know, to begin to wake up and, and look around and say, what's going on with life? What's going on within me? Is that none of us had a manual. I mean, we really, this exploration and living of love is something very specifically in mass going on in the planet around the world right now. And I can say that because by virtue of the experiences I've had of people that have, have come to the Love Foundation who when we don't have a membership they come in they become part of the families because they're loving wherever they are they're they're a bright beacon in whatever nation whatever city whatever town whatever family they're in because they represent all walks of life it shows me so clearly that there is an awakening of love on the planet we're we're beginning to remember gaia again the earth we're beginning to remember a connection i mean these are timeless truths that we're speaking of and yet in this very fast paced technological world that we live in it's very easy to get caught up in what's going on outside of ourselves and it's more difficult at times to remember what's really going on within ourselves and we're ones that kind of stepped off the path and said we're going we're not just going to find ourselves we're going to be ourselves and i think that's kind of the 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 notion of what's happening and I will add very quickly the new children that are being born right now each each representative decade generation they are so much more wired for this than we were so we're platforms we're we're building a future for the kids and the kids that are coming in are already blessing us with insights and awareness and it's just going to keep expanding and it's a good thing all it requires is an understanding of change and i think that's probably the ruffle that gets most people
0: that is, And ourselves, you know, because that change is uncomfortable and it it demands of us to live our lives very differently and reprioritize what we think matters and what we think doesn't matter and seeing it all as love, we can then accept that it is all good. It's all God. It's all an expression of of divinity coming through. It takes, though, it takes time and a willingness, doesn't it, Harold? To um, Intention. I think the first, an intention, that's the word. That's the word. Um, And what I was going to say earlier is that's why so the more you show up on on programs like this and doing what you're doing, you're drip feeding, planting seeds, you know, saying it again, saying it again. And and then and then people do they hear you and it's like, oh, maybe there is another way. Maybe there is a way that that my life can I can come away from this suffering, you know, this perception of separation
1: well, people have. If there's ever been over the twenty years with the Love Foundation, or perhaps the thirty years I've been, you know, very consciously living with love, is that there's an implication usually from people that are are vibrating and and suffering. They'll say, "Well, you're not really, you know, not acknowledging the shadow. You're not acknowledging the negative." It's like, "Oh, I absolutely acknowledge it." I recognize that that's where the majority of our focus is on. In fact, change, Mm -hmm. for example, change itself is going on constantly. I mean, we're never in one moment to the next, the same thing. Where our problem is as a human, we resist change. If we could flow with change, then we would actually embody and embrace change much more rapidly. Nature does this all the time, goes through its cycles. It doesn't have any questions for these things. Well, for us, I feel like we've created the Love Foundation, for example, when website presence and everywhere else that we were on social media. were consistent and have been over all these years with a singular message of universal love said thousands of different ways. All of our programs are set up the same way. They all basically come back to the same intention and notion. We just have different ways for people to participate. And the reason we do it is because there's plenty of information, a nauseam amount of information for anything you want to know about separation, negativity, destruction, death, mayhem, hatred, you name it, it's out there. (laughs) Having a nice little quiet haven just to remember who we really are, that's what we do.
0: Oh, that is the blessing of, of who you are and what you're doing, Harold. And uh, I know that you have um, let's talk about the the day, the day that the day. May, May the first, every year, we have uh, global love day, and I know that your your work and, and people that participate in that, uh, it's incredible because you ask people to to create and to send in artwork and poetry and writing and, and whatever shape or form that might be. And I was looking through your website earlier. It's amazing over the years what people have. I mean, you've only highlighted the things that the people that have sent in. Maybe they've won the competitions or, or they've been awarded something that I'm sure you are inundated with all sorts of <laughs> amazing creativity. It's like, I'd love to be in your in your house around May time, receiving all of that.
1: <laughs> yeah, be in, in post-May time when you have to review all of these and you come up with it. finalists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so what you're speaking of is actually our Art Essay Poetry Invitational. We launched that the same year we launched Global Love Day back in 2004. So Global Love Day, as we're seeing on the screen right now, is our celebration of our humanity. And that's our, our universal expression of people sharing the day we're, we if people can gather great. If you know the goal is just pick a day, May 1st. We've done this every year on May 1st, and just strive to be love throughout the day. Of course, we understand love is something that's every day. Of course, that's how we wish to live. But on a on a global scale, on a world scale, we haven't really celebrated ourselves as humanity, nor have we really focused on the notion of love. Most holidays, as it were, most uh, gathering days are usually based on war or um, religious, or, you know, specific religious agenda, whatever. And we're just saying, hey, let's just celebrate our humanity. And so this will be our 18th year in 2021, and it is the the six tenets that make it up. You know, our interconnectedness, our interdependence, our, our recognition of diversity. Uh, respect for one another, love for self, forgiveness. All of those are the six basic tenets. Um, That's how we share the core vision. And then the Art Essay Poetry Invitational is an invitation. We initially were looking kids from kindergarten to college, but we found so many people after that first year, everybody wanted to participate. So we just opened it up to children of all ages. So the Art Essay Poetry runs from January 1st through March 31st. And it is global and people just happen to find us there, you know, very basic guidelines and people send in their notion of love begins with me. Some, something that relates to the Global Love Day vision, how love expresses Beautiful. through them, universal love. Um, and yes, it is really fascinating to, to go through the art and, and read so many different essays each year and poems that are expressly and specifically written for the day. And then have to to figure them out. I mean, we used to have just a finalist for each category, but even the first year, we're like, there are too many good ones, so we have honorable mentions, <laughs> just because we have to kind of you know limit it. We it's not a competition. That's something I always like to clearly state. A lot of people think we're we're not. It's not first, second, third. It's finalist because this really resonated to us. Honorable mention because this really resonated to us. The ones that didn't get up there really resonated to us. You know, it's like we just love all of the expression. And
0: And they're all prayers, aren't they?
1: They're all prayers coming in. And they're all all the ones that were finalists or honorable mentions, by the way, are archived on our website. And, you know, they are just really amazing pieces. I mean, some of them, you get a five or six page essay, you know, really just elaborating. And again, what's fascinating is what's so unique with what we're doing. It's every walk of life from every culture, from every nation. I mean, it's just so amazing how they find us you know, I get to the PO box, I start getting stuff in the mail these days, more stuff wants to come electronically. But, you know, I never know what's going to pop out of the mailbox. And then, you know, we set them all aside. And then, you know, right after Global Love Day, we sit down and we start going through them. And it's like, wow, it's just so fascinating that a little seed idea we launched back in 2004, and we've done every year, still
0: attracts such a I don't know how people will find us. I really don't. It's just such an amazing, well, experience. you know, it's back to that word that you said it's intention. You yeah. set the intention and that's why you set yeah. it. And you are an amazing manifesto Harold, you know, and the two things that just pop up for me is that you are this vehicle allowing or giving people permission to open their own hearts and express like that creatively. And then they're giving it back to you as a gift. Saying thank you, Harold, for allowing me to express it's beautiful
1: and I'm a little so insider beautiful. because we do get artwork in. I have artwork all around my house that has actually <laughs> yeah. come through the invitation <laughs> and I get to keep experiencing it over and over and over again and again, we're not you know we're, we're not looking for who's the best artist, we're looking for who produces or creates or l- illustrates in some way the theme, that intention. So when you look at her, you feel it, you feel like, wow, they really are sharing that, what we're really striving to share, Yeah. you know, that there's really, it comes through and it, and it's just, it's an, a marvelous experience. I mean, that Amazing. was a beloved day. I mean, that too, it's just every year it's different. I mean, clearly this past year went much more zoom, zoom. We went, did a lot more live, you know, because there was no interaction May 1st, even there, uh, we do the proclamations, as you know. I've talked about before. We, we invite mayors, governors, councils from around the United States, Canada, and beyond.
0: You've we had have, the Dalai Lama, haven't you? Dalai uh, Lama, we have yeah.
1: 715 proclamations, 20, 28 state governors in the United States, um, probably now about 225 major cities in the United States and Canada. And really, because we have, again, no... no no political side or religious, so we have no favors. we We're just simply asking you know these leaders, this is our vision for Global love Day. If you like it, you know, create a proclamation for it. And even this year, in the midst of everything that was going on, it changed so much because we usually do this February through March, early April because we' like to get them in before Global Love Day, and all of the stuff hit around that same time period. And yet we still got in such an amazing amount of proclamations. And even some of the proclamations were expressly rewritten with our intention in relationship to whatever was going on in that state or that city related to the coronavirus. Right. And I find, you know, we love when we can share, you know, the, the six tenets we have. But it's really fascinating when uh, a leadership entity will say, this is, we we believe in this and this is what we're experiencing. We're going to bring them together. Yeah. So that's something that, you know, a lot of people, you know, leadership, every walk of life. So a lot of things that we have historically held in judgment, one side versus the other, we're simply not doing that. We're walking in and saying, we're all one humanity. Yeah. If you believe in this same message and we're giving, again, different opportunities for state and city leaders and Dalai Lama, you know, just look at this and say, yes, this is something that I strive for also. Mm -hmm. We're all humanity. You know, again, it's like we do so many different ways of getting things out there and particularly Global Love Day. You know, in the last few years, because we're on Wikipedia, uh, amongst other things, but Global Love Day is a listed entry in Wikipedia. We find after May 1st, we go looking socially and, and on the Internet and we just find like all these ads created that have you know, yes, they're commercial ads, but in the commercial ad, you know that they're actually talking, they're saying global love day, but they're actually infusing the intention correctly into the ad. And that's good. Amazing. You know, they're, they're, they're using Amazing. this global to put it out there. And, and that's something real new for us. That's just the last couple of two, three years. Um, it, it's just, you know, this is all what Amazing. we wanted. We wanted people to embody it, take it on. It's not about the love just, foundation, not about me. It's about what people do with it. That's what makes the difference.
0: so so i have a before we i don't know how much here i'm not even looking at the time just so oh we've got a a few minutes left and there's just something i really would like Mm -hmm. to know because you are you are the vessel you know you are you have initiated or it's come through you the love foundation and what a prayer what a prayer for the universe is that you have said yes to and I'm really interested in you personally and your spiritual practice and your the way that you view spiritual practice on a day-by-day basis. For you, you know how, how does that inform your life, your own spiritual practice? What, what do you do? Do you pray every day? Do you meditate every day? Do you have time in silence? What is it for you that allows you to become so aware of that connection?
1: Lots of naps.
0: Lots of naps.
1: <laughs> Seriously,
0: and some of the best stuff yeah, comes no, from
1: I'm napping. Yes, it is. For whatever reason, my journey is unique. I mean, I have, for me, this works. I was exposed to religion, but I wasn't forced into anything. So I was, everything that I've done has really been me following intuition and guidance even though I would not have been able to say those words initially, but I just followed my own kind of beating my own drum as things came to more conscious awareness, roughly late eighties, early nineties, particularly meditation was absolutely one of the things that came in. And I can say even initially when I I would strive to meditate, it was really difficult um, just to get myself to quiet down. However, through guided visualizations back in the day when we had cassette tapes and all those other things. I remember. Yeah, those (laughs) old guys. Oh, yeah. It started to make more and more sense. And because I was quite quickly going into self-awareness, my first book was, you know, Internal Power of Seven Doorways, Self-Discovery. So it was about self-discovery was my initiating. Choice was the first doorway. Unconditional Love was the last doorway. These were kind of the foundational things that came up very quickly so i became more and more aware of my thoughts and my feelings and so i became i paid more attention to what was going on in me that became kind of its own walking prayer not because i was trying to get somewhere it's just i wanted to understand myself again really practical pragmatic it was then not filtered by i have to behave a certain way and most of my life has not been about behaving any kind of way, and it's really finding my own pathway. So meditation has been an ongoing thing, but it's been universal. It's not been a specific type. I allow myself to go in and quiet myself. And then the rest of it is really the walking meditation throughout the day where I practice each day. When something comes up in my life, you know, back in the day, it could take months to ever figure it out and then work through it. These days, it's, it's the walking connection i'm aware of the weather i'm aware of the nature i'm aware of you know the stars and the sun and i'm aware of the people around me
0: yeah.
1: and in that it's like I would say that my dedication to my own personal life is i want to know everything that's going on within me and around me and of course this being the cosmic prayer group i i love the cosmos so <laughs> i mean i go that big i just you know it, it just goes to that level it is not only daily practice, it's just a life view. It's a life perspective, which yeah. is its own walking prayer. Yes. Now, I've been fortunate because I've not put as many roadblocks in myself that others might. So I have literally for 30 years, I get up and I don't know what my day is going to be like. I've purposefully right. done that. I might have things scheduled, but I really have just kept expanding and saying, what can this day deliver? And, am I present and aware in allowing it? And it keeps getting better in that sense. So things like Global Love Day came to me at the middle of the night, 2 a.m. I woke up and I just had the idea. The Love Foundation came at the end of a meditation. You know, it, it was just, I was in a meditation. I was quiet and silent. I kind of said to the universe as an intention, you know, what's next? And I came out of the meditation. It was those three words, but it was everything that could possibly ever be in the Love Foundation came with those three words. And I'm like, well, that's interesting. Now let's see how to unfold it. So it's not just willy-nilly going through life. It's paying attention to the impulses and the insights and saying, well, this lines up. I mean, the Love Foundation could do so much more. At the same time, there's some beautiful programs out there. And I look at that, that'd be such a beautiful match to the Love Foundation, but they're already doing it.
0: Yeah.
1: So why should I let them do it? Let's expand right. this. So the Love Foundation no, is sure quite specific. To do. Exactly and that's really yeah. just being mindful and you know i always i like mindfulness but i also want to include the heart because really the heart yeah. is the, the of center course. of intuition and for me that's really what i've cultivated as a result as i've taken away the the negativity the duality as much as possible then new ideas pop up in their stead and then i know what i'm here to do as a result and i don't really waver from that You know, it's like, it's like our litmus test is inspiring people to love unconditionally. That's how we launched the Love Foundation. And anything that comes along, it has to answer that question. Does this inspire people to love unconditionally? If it doesn't, it's not ours.
0: Yeah. Oh, Harold, I could talk to I could talk with you for hours, which we've done before. Yes, we have. (laughs) That with the, I could go and put the kettle on, have a cup of tea and a piece of cake and just, this is perfect. Uh, so I have to be wary of um, Diego's time yeah. and New Thought Media yeah. Network, you know, and the, the airtime here. And I just feel so blessed that you have come on to the Cosmic Prayer, bringing the Love Foundation, setting an incredible intention here for the beginning of the year that that ripples out in everything that happens from this point on, that love is our way of knowing and being and understanding uh, the experiences that we come up against, the people that we come and bump against, that we can put love, we know the love of that experience of that person and use that for our lives. And I might interject, uh, Laura, I said, you know,
1: hmm. I'm going to speak for you for a moment. If you and I can do it, Anybody can do it. Oh, and that's kind of our point, isn't it? If you and I can points. figure this out yeah. from our backgrounds and our, our understandings, and our wacky belief systems, if we can yeah. figure this out, that's kind of what we're, <laughs> why we share and why we, why we enjoy sharing is that this is something that anyone can do. They don't have to do. They just can do it. And can I think it, our hope right. is to be that, that inspiration as they go along.
0: Will you come back on the cosmic prayer nearer to May, nearer to your um your love, your global love day? I'd love that. If you would Make like to be a pleasure, always if you'd like to the invitation is here for you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna do a quick prayer. I don't know if you'd like to join me at all in speaking a prayer, Harold. Or I, I shall will, I, will,
1: I will enjoy you speaking one?
0: Okay, let's let's pray out here, knowing that we're praying in and out at the same time. It's centering ourselves. Um This really is a gratitude prayer. I know that there is one presence here right now. It is infinite and eternal. And this presence I know as love. And this love is speaking through me, through Harold, through New Thought Media Network, through Diego, through every listener, whether whether you're here now or will be later on. This love is who we are. And I know that this love is here to guide us and show us and inform us. And this love is is the infinite source that is ever expressing through us, showing us our uniqueness, who we are, how we can show up and be more of this love. It is the question, it is the answer, and it is the solution. And I know that as we turn within and we turn towards love in every moment that we have this opportunity to do so, that we are informed, that we are given the the wisdom and the inspiration and that next step and the aha moment and the, the way. We are shown the way through love. And I am so grateful that Harold Becker is here right now, present and, and sharing, sharing with everybody here, his insight, his knowing, his love. And I'm so grateful for New Thought Media Network, for Reverend Robert Brzezinski, for Diego, for every listener that might hear this and take something, one word and understand for themselves who they are as love. I'm grateful for this technology right now. And so I let go of my word, knowing that love is the way, that love is here to do its thing through each of us. And as I let go, I say, thank you. Thank you, thank you. And so it is. Mm. Thank you, Harold, for joining us here on the Cosmic Prayer.
1: Always a pleasure. Always a joy. Yes,
0: the Love Foundation. There we go. And we look forward to you coming back. Oh, yeah. And sharing again. And for listeners here, thank you for being here, for being present. Oh, Terry, Paul choice. I'm listening. You are love. You are love. Definitely. Thank you, everybody, for being here for New Thought Media Network. And if this has moved you in any way, yes, check out Harold's Love, the love Foundation that Harold Becker is the founder of. Check it out and look through that website with, with a, a microscope, a looking glass, because there's so much on there. So many incredible events and opportunities for people to express and show it. Thank you, Amber. Thank you uh, for being here. And John, yes, that you're here. And we love you. And if this has moved you, you can Put your love offering toward New Thought Media Network. The link is here, as always, on these videos, the Cosmic Prayer videos. And if you are inspired to sponsor the Cosmic Prayer, then all you need to do is tune into this website, ntmedia.org, and you will find the email, uh, email us section, and you can find out more about sponsoring this show. Until next week, thank you to Harold Becker, the Love Foundation, and to you, and see you next time on The Cosmic Prayer. Bye. Thank you for listening to Cosmic Prayer, your weekly shift with Laura Topper on the New Thought Media Network. If you've enjoyed this programming, please tell a friend and join us again next week for Cosmic Prayer, your weekly shift with Laura Topper.